super obsessed with just creating a business that I love, that I can be creative with. And it's something that happened by accident, but I'm so thankful for my camera and photography. It's been super important to me the last few years. Welcome to Branding with Purpose podcast. I am Kelly, your host and branding expert. If you are new to the podcast, I try to go one branding touch point at a time in here. So we're going to talk about brand mission, brand voice, your logo, one thing at a time. So I don't overwhelm you and you can absorb as much as possible. September is all about personal branding. So if you go to my Instagram at HeyCaliBrito, B-R-I-T-O, or look for hashtag branding with purpose studio you're gonna find all my awesome tips on building your perfect brand identity and overall brand strategy for your personal brand so today i'm going to be chatting with allison darling i absolutely love allison we have a igtv live go look for that as well all her details are going to be on this episode description so you know what without any more further ado let's talk building a personal brand with allison Okay, hi, my name is Allison Darling. Um, I am a personal brand photographer. Um, I'm also gonna be adding boudoir very soon. And uh, yeah, I make, I make women feel good in their bodies and celebrate who they are as a woman. When I became a mama, I was super wrapped up in all my roles at home and for other people that I really sort of lost my identity and my desires. And discovering photography was really a passion that I didn't know I needed. So now my, uh, my job is to empower other women just to get in front of the camera, to really embrace their bodies and claim who they are in this world. Oh, that's so beautiful. You got it nailed down so nicely. Uh, before I even go into that, I, I love talking to Allison because the conversation just flows so well. She understands branding and women so well. So before I even go to the question number one that I sent you before, I want to know, how did you get into photography? It's funny because, um, you know, photography kind of just fell into my lap. Um, I grew up and was an athlete involved in all the things, always on the go. I had a, a college scholarship to play basketball. Um, I even coached for a while when I first became a teacher. And then, you know, I got pregnant with my daughter, who is now five. And when she was about nine months old, I just decided I wanted to buy a camera and see what happened. I really just wanted to take pictures of my kids and have them be you know, higher quality photos. And from the beginning, I, I joined a lot of Facebook groups to learn how to use my camera. Um, I'm completely self-taught. Uh, I've learned everything I know from YouTube and Facebook groups and just practicing. Wow. And um, yeah, it, it became just something fun for the two of us to go do. And then people started reaching out to me. You know, I would post her pictures online and I had some people reach out like, Hey, would you do some family photos or some senior photos? And I was kind of hesitant at first, but I learned that uh, photographing 18 year olds is a lot easier than a two year old. And um, yeah, it kind of just developed from there. I, I learned that I really love capturing these moments and it gave me that piece that I, you know, when I got away from athletics, 
it gave me my thing. Like I said, I, I sort of had lost my identity besides being a mother, besides being a wife. And this was my thing. And it was a creative outlet. And, you know, it's just grown from there. I started learning about the business side of it. And I've become super obsessed with just creating a business that I love, that I can be creative with. And it's something that happened by accident, but I'm so, 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 so thankful for, you know, my camera and photography. It's just been, um, it's been super important to me the last few years. Um, that's, that's so cool because I think your story as a photographer is the story of a lot of women photographers out there. Mm -hmm. Um, me as in contrast, I remember being in love with a camera probably for as long as I can remember. I am all over art. So I like illustration. I like photography and I've been doing those things since I was, I don't know, nine, 10 years old. I think that's when I got my first camera. That being said, I studied photography at the School of Visual Arts in New York at this other photography school in New York City that I don't remember the name it was over 10 years ago. But from people who graduated in school with me, I have to say, I know a lot of people that don't have half of your talent. It's not about the camera, right? Because like they have like expensive cameras and stuff. And I'm not bad mouthing nobody. It's not that I'm just saying that photography, like many other creative fields, comes down to practice, developing your own style and being naturally good at it, which I really think you are. Oh, so you're so not- thank you for that. <laughs> I appreciate that. So from all areas of photography, I know you said you're going to introduce boudoir, but why did you start with brand photography? So the reason I started with brand photography, to be very blunt, was COVID. Um, You know, before COVID, I wasn't super serious about my business. It was... I got my LLC in the fall of 2019 and, you know, I was kind of just shooting on the side, um, family, maternity, seniors, a little bit of this and that. And then, you know, of course the pandemic started and um, right as the pandemic started, I started a course on branding Mm -hmm. and I just feel like the timing of that was so divine, you know, that it was, it was perfect. It gave me a chance to really look at my brand and who I want to be and how I want to show up. And when I, when I sat through this course about a month into it, I said to this coach, I said, here's what I'm worried about. The people where, where I live in small town, Indiana, we have a lot of blue collar workers. Um, they work a lot of factory jobs and they're losing their jobs. They're getting laid off. They're not working. My clientele now are not going to be making family photos a priority after this is all said and done. And she said to me, I think you're right. Um, And have you ever thought of personal branding photography? And I had never heard that term before. Um, If somebody had said to me headshots, that's what I would have thought (laughs) of. But uh, I, you know, like anything, if you plant a seed in my mind and I start kind of researching, I fall down rabbit holes very quickly. I joined Facebook groups. I learned so many things and I decided, okay, let's, let's go for this. Let's try it out. I did a few shoots with some female entrepreneurs close to me and I absolutely fell in love and I just knew, okay, like this, I've found, I've found my thing. Um, and so, uh, you know, I know the pandemic was terrible and it was really hard for a lot of people, 
but I can't help but feel like for me, it was such a pivotal moment in my business. And it was so important in helping me really find my, my area of expertise and what really fuels my fire. Oh, that's so nice. It's um, amazing how yesterday I was talking to somebody else about brand mission. And for her, it was pretty much the same. Like the pandemic kind of made her business do this big, you know, completely pivoting. And she works with women, empowering women, but through styling and fashion and you through photography. So it's yeah. like I said, I know the pandemic was really, really bad for many people and many ways but for some business women like who somehow found a way to work around it it was just amazing right yeah. it, it was yeah. finding light through this uh, very difficult moment so good for you yeah uh and i remember that when we were talking about on the instagram chat and you did talk about your mentor and you did talk about her right now as well was it a branding coach was that what you did or she was was it a branding coach for your own business or she was a business coach what kind of um, mentor did you work with yeah so last year you know when i was doing this research, I joined some Facebook groups and there was a girl who runs um, this Facebook group. She's a branding photographer in San Diego and super successful. And she was launching a mastermind and I had not been in her group very long, but um, I booked a call with her. And I just remember it was uh, just a few weeks before we were planning to move. And I was back and forth so much. And I remember saying to her, you know, this is my goal. I want to quit teaching in one year and I want to be able to jump in full time. And the phone call with her was so amazing. And I walked away and I was like, I have to do this. And I think one thing that I have learned, you know, I've, I've been in business a little less than two years. And one thing that I have learned and I'm really proud of is that I learned to invest in myself right away. And this mastermind was a big investment, but um, you know, she gave us so many tools to have all the back end stuff, you know, how to communicate with clients, how to deliver a really great client experience, how to take amazing photos that people need for their business, you know, things that would have taken me a long time to figure out on my own. She gave me the, the basics, the foundation, and that was like a four month mastermind, um, it was amazing and I learned so much and I walked away from that really having a good foundation and ready to make my business my own. And my business has changed since then, but it gave me a lot of confidence knowing that I was I was doing a good job with my client experience. I was offering a lot of value. And I also think it gave me confidence to, from the very beginning, really start upping my prices and charging what I was worth because I knew that what I was doing was beneficial and valuable for other women. I think that's so important. You sounds to me like you walked away with the experience and uh, like from what I, what took me like 20 years to do, which is yeah. like just knowing your worth in a sense that you know 
the services you offer, you know, how valuable it is, you know, the quality of your services and you know how to package and present it well. It really took me 20 years. Like it was over 20 years. I've been working with branding for almost 23 years now, but like only this year, this year is the year that I said, no, I'm not going to do nothing broken into pieces anymore. I'm not going to do just a website. I'm not going to do, I have this like a minimum that I can deliver you to create this whole impact and this whole experience, which is the best for your business. And I feel that you already walked away with that, which is having that package. It's like, hey, I'm not going to give you five images, girl. I'm going to give you like a year worth of image. I'm going to give you this whole experience. Yeah, That's really awesome. Yeah. You know, with with anything in business, um, it can be super intimidating to invest in yourself, whether you're investing in a coach or a mentor or a course or brand photography. But I think something that I realized very early on is that return, it, you know, if it's a good investment, that return on your investment can be priceless. And man, it can propel you forward so much faster than if you did it on your own. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm I'm glad it did not take me long to learn that. Um and yeah, it's just, it's, it's a big confidence boost to know that what you're doing is beneficial rather than sitting on YouTube for hours and Googling things and trying to figure it out. And also seeing what other people are doing, because I think too, you know, when we, when we start our business, we're looking for models. How do I model my business after this person? And it takes you a little while to really find mm-hmm. your own flair, your own style, what makes you different. But if you can learn the foundation sooner, then it gives you more creative freedom, more time to play. And that's one thing that I've really tried to incorporate now. It's like, okay, I learned the basics. I have a good foundation. I know the kind of product I need to deliver. Now let's play. Now let's get creative and have fun with it. And that has been a game changer in my business. Oh my God, I bet. It's like the value of a good mentor and a mastermind. That was one of the feedbacks that I got when I was coaching and I'm coaching one-on-one. And one of the feedbacks I got was uh, a group coaching would have been so valuable because they could have supported each other along the way and grow together. And I didn't see that at the time. And that just made so much sense that my next coaching program is actually going to be more of a mastermind, a small group of uh, women, because that made so much sense. You grow together, you learn together, like you exchange valuable opinions and experiences. So that made a lot of sense. And you walk away with that. And it makes sound like it was not only valuable in terms of return of investment on your money and your time, but it's almost like you left this program bringing a professional. I feel like if I had done something like that, I wouldn't have so many crappy designs from like early 2000s <laughs> that I had to work on until I developed my style. So somebody gave you all the pointers and foundations and then you just had to keep practicing, of course, because your style is your own and you just need to keep practicing to develop that unique style that you have. And how long do you think it actually took to develop the style that you have today? And I know it's always changing right and refining process but um and you have been business for such a short time considering right you said about two years yeah yeah I think you know photography style is something that changes a lot and I think too you know this kind of just goes with your brand 
when I first started photographing people, you know, I was buying presets and I was joining groups and I was, you know, trying to play with this and really find my style. And my style has changed a lot. Um, I would say even recently it's changed. And I think that this change came because I got more clarity on who my ideal client is and what kind of images they want. You know, I, when I, when I did the mastermind, when I was, you know, just starting, like I said, I kind of was imitating other people. And I was, mm-hmm. I was thinking, okay, well, my mentor, you know, she edits her photos in this really bright, um, super clear way. Maybe I should do that too. And now recently I've really been working on nailing down my ideal client. And I don't think my ideal client wants those photos. I think my ideal client wants more elegant style, um, more luxury, a a depth about it. Like a, you know, there's a darker element and a lighter element in it. And so I've, I'm still at this moment playing with my photography style. Um, and I would love to come to a point where, you know, I'm consistent and I think I'm almost there. Like I'm feeling really good about where I'm going, but at the same time too, I'm super open to play and, you know, your brand is constantly changing. Your ideal client is constantly changing and there needs to be a consistent element about my photos. But um, again, you know, this is something where I want to meet my clients. I want to make sure I'm bringing in the women that I want to work with. And if my photos aren't doing that, how can I tweak them, you know, a little bit? And one thing I have been doing, which has been kind of fun is I've gone back and taken some photos from the last year and just re-edited them. And that's been really fun to kind of see how many different directions I can take my photos. So, you know, I mean, up to this point, it's taken a couple of years and I think I'm really refining it. But when you're talking about this photography style, it changes. (laughs) It changes a lot. (laughs) I mean, Ray, people change. Our arts change. It's completely normal. That's such a fun exercise to go back see how you once edited your pictures and how you do it today. And I think that your element of uniqueness, it's it's coming more from your creative direction. It seems to me yeah. like you are developing a very unique style of creative direction on your photographies. So it's not so much more about the editing and the bright colors and stuff. Of course, that's very, very important. You are also refining that. I had noticed how it's being less whitewashed, I would say, and it's becoming more bold on the colors, both dark or vibrant colors, doesn't matter. But I think it's your eye on the creative direction, it's the angles. I can see it's very similar every time, not the same, but it's a unique angle perspective that you bring to the art. And I think that's your strong point and I'm loving to keep up with your journey. Thank you so much. I think I'm such a big fan. You have no idea. You're so good. (laughs) And I could say the same about you. You are so good at what you do. And I know that you offer a ton of value for your clients. I'm excited to see this little mastermind that you're working on come together. And I think that that's going to be so valuable. And, you know, as creatives, it's easy to get caught up in the business part of it. And I think one thing that was kind of holding my photography back was I was so worried about what do my clients need? And I forgot like what you just said, I forgot, this is my art. I forgot Mm -hmm. that. And I think that that is so important when you are a creative entrepreneur to remind yourself that 
what you are creating, like nobody can create like you do. And so, you know, yes, we want to create things to bring in those ideal clients, but remembering that it's our art and that we can play and we are the, the masters of our, our craft and just trusting ourselves. That's one thing that I've really been working on is trusting myself and my eye rather than thinking, what are other people going to think about it? Really just how do I feel about it? How do I feel when I look at my photos and my feed? And if I'm loving it, I'm going to keep going because that's what's going to fuel my business. I'm not going to worry about what other people are thinking. Amen to that. <laughs> because that's what makes us happy, right? If we was yeah. to do what other people want us to do, you would continue to be a teacher. <laughs> and yes. why did you decide to take on Alison Darling Photography instead of an actual business name entity? Was it intentional? Was it just to make it easier? Because I know a lot of us start with our name and sometimes like doing business as blah, blah, blah. So what was yeah. your purpose behind it all? So the reason I became a personal brand was, to be honest, most photographers suggested it. But the more I thought about it, you know, I was thinking about photographers I've worked with. And, you know, you hear different studio names, you know, I don't even know, like Shutter Captures Photography. But mm -hmm. do you remember the photographer's name? And you're like, oh, I remember their name. And then it becomes harder to find them on social because maybe you remember the photographer's name because it was in the emails, but you don't remember, oh, what was the name of their photography? So you can't find them or vice versa. And as a photographer, I do not have a team yet. Um, you know, it is just me and people work with me one-on-one. -on -one, and I also know there's a million photographers out there and someone could find someone else to work with very easily. But I am what makes my business different. I am my brand and people get an experience working with me that they don't get with other people. So I want them to know my name. I want them to know who they're going to be working with. I want them to feel like they know me. Um, and especially because the women I work with, you know, it can be intimidating to sit down and have a photo shoot with just you on camera, that can be intimidating. And I really want people to have confidence in themselves and in me. So for me, you know, that personal brand was so important. Um, I wanted people to know my name and I wanted them to be able to really trust me as their photographer that I could bring their vision to life. That's so good. That's a very clear reason why you want to be a personal brand. And that makes absolute sense. Um, last week, I had a chat on Clubhouse with the marketing mavens. And we were actually talking about personal brand versus business brand. So the pros and the cons of each one of those. I still work on the Calibrito, but I'm also transitioning to a studio. And I have my reasons for that. But for you specifically, do you see any downside of being a personal brand instead of a studio or a business name at all? Or you have not hit that, you know, that wall yet? Because they both have pros and cons, business brands and personal brands. Uh, can yeah. you see any sort of limit when working under a personal brand or you have not seen or you don't think you're going to encounter that yet? I haven't really encountered it yet. I will say though, like I have, 
I have big dreams and goals. I want to be able to have real estate at some point. I want to be able to offer courses and I want to have a team. And I think, you know, as my business grows, I do want to be known for other things outside of just photography. Mm -hmm. And so at some point I could see kind of losing the personal brand and becoming more of a business brand. Um, you know, I think the kind of clients I'm trying to work with are, you know, very high end um, women who've been in business for a long time. And I really want to be able to meet their needs and, you know, have a long list of things I do besides just photography in a way that I can serve them. So, you know, at some point, I think maybe uh, I could switch. I think right now, though, I am obsessed with just being a personal brand and making those connections. You know, one thing when I first started this that I really didn't know I would love as much as I do is connecting with other women um, and that personal connection. So I take that very seriously. And I know that that's really important for a lot of women, too. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where I, I stand with it. Um, I've never really been, you know, people have asked me, do you want to do big commercial shoots? And I, I don't know if I do. I mean, maybe that, that will change. Right. But there is something about the smaller brands that I love working with the personal brands that like, that's where magic happens. So I agree. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. That made me remember once many, many years ago, I was um, chatting with Steve. We were at the, um, being freelance podcast and he asked me about growth and I said you know what that's a very difficult part of business for me because I want to grow and impact but I don't want to grow so much that it feels corporate yes. I don't want to touch that one-on-one -on -one. I don't want to lose that one-on-one -on -one touch that we have with people which really just comes with a personal brand and yeah. now that I'm going to a studio I'm going to say again like it's you in two three years you're going to be doing what took me 20 years to do it's like transitioning into this studio name but it's still carrying the personal brand touch with it, which I think is what you're talking about, that you want to grow, yes. you want to offer other services. So now that I'm going from just designing to coaching and mentoring, educating and brand photography, whatever it is, this studio is going to allow me to do. How do I still keep that close one-on-one -on -one relationship with people that is a personal brand thing? So that's a tricky Absolutely. one. <laughs> it is. It is very tricky. And I love that you you know, said in there, you don't want it to become corporate. Like, I don't want that feeling. There's a reason why I left my full-time job to do this, you know? And I, I think people want that personal touch. I know for me, even when my kids were little, I'd rather buy from small shops who are hand-making things than go now, maybe not Target. I mean, I love Target, but <laughs> <laughs> rather than, you know, buying from other, you know, big stores, I love, I've always loved shopping small and supporting local business. And I think maybe that's part of the reason. I know some people that's not um, what they love, but there is something that, that happens. There's magic that happens in those personal brands. That's so perfect. And that's so very true. I love going to small towns and going downtown to those little shops where they only have like five pieces of the same clothing. And that's just, it's the experience, right? Which yes. what is branding? It's the experience. And talking about branding again, did you ever like from the beginning sit down and, you know, like the hype woman that you go with, it's the whole vibe and the colors, like was everything planned from the 
gaggle or just developed with time? Oh my gosh. Brand identity, right? (laughs) Yeah. None of that was planned from the beginning. Um, (laughs) When I first started and I was learning about personal brand, I, I was doing it myself. And I think that that's kind of where we all start. I was just picking things visually that I liked, but there was not really a strategy behind it. And I think that that's okay because really I had not shot a lot of, you know, branding sessions and I was still a baby when it came to my business. And I think, you know, when you're at that point, um, taking messy action is the best way to get clarity. And this, this hype woman tag, you know, that I, that I use now that I really have embraced. And I love calling myself that it happened after, honestly, I would say like six months ago, um, I, my family and I just moved to the area that we live now, which is right outside Cincinnati, Ohio, um, about one year ago. And I had zero clientele here. And so one thing that I I did was I started, you know, just connecting with people, just, I wanted to get my name out there. And I did a few, um, free shoots for, for local women, just again, to up my portfolio, to get my name out there. And one thing that I noticed was I, you know, I was taking behind the scenes videos and I was listening to myself and I was like, Whoa, like I'm cheering these women on. I'm, I'm like trying to make them feel really good about themselves. And so that's kind of where the hype woman came from. And I've really embraced that and run with it. And I think that that, um, you know, I was talking with someone on the phone this week and she was like, you know, I'm just really drawn to you because, you know, you call yourself a hype woman. And I love that. Like, I love that I can make women feel really good on camera. I love that they, you know, feel my energy, you know, online. And, um, so back in the, in the winter, I actually connected with a brand designer as well. And, you know, I, I came to her and the nice thing about working with her was I had already had I already had a portfolio of photos and I knew who my ideal client was, but I had no visual like starting point. And so working with her has been amazing. And I feel like she got in my head, pulled out the words and the feelings that I wanted to evoke and was able to put that into my colors and my whole visual brand, which really, once I had a visual brand, I feel like then that fueled me even more with my photos and my experience. And I know that you said like, you feel like it all kind of came together at once. I do too. And I don't know how that happened. (laughs) (laughs) Like it was just divine intervention because, you know, I just, again, I told her like, this is how I want people to feel. I want, I want it to feel colorful, but not immature. I want it to feel elegant, but also fun. And I want people to, you know, feel like we're going to have the best time when we work together. And um, it's been really cool to see the visual brand really match and, and, you know, help me refine all the other things that go into your brand as well. It's, um, it's, I think that, branding is like especially on the personal brand and I think you are the same when I see your hair color and how it actually aligns with your personality and it aligns with your business everything's kind of like this one 
big puzzle. That's what I said. Branding always is like several pieces of this one big puzzle because it's not one thing alone. And I always say that when I go to a photo shoot, I want my clothes, or the, at least the colors, the style to be on brand. I decorate my office to be on brand. I need to step into my office and feel like I'm already in my business inside and out. So even the location needs to be decorated in a certain way for me to feel right. I love when I walk inside my office and it just feels that I'm doing the work because I'm already feeling in my brand. And I I think it kind of is the same with you. I think your designer, she did such a good job. And I, of course, I saw your website and I went to her website. I don't remember her name and by all means, you can totally share. Um, it, it, I got very shocked when I saw her website. And her vibe is completely different than yours. It's like this beautiful, moody, you know, mysterious, dark, like, I loved it. And I'm like, holy shoot. She was able to do this beautiful, colorful, vibrant branding. And that's a great designer right there. She really captured it for you. Good job. You chose well. Uh, Thank you. You know, it's funny because like you said, the two of us are very different. And it was it was really cool to work with her because we pushed each other creatively. Um, I actually ended up doing her brand photos as well. And our styles are very different. And I listened to a podcast and I had never worked with a brand designer before, but um, so, you know, if I had just found her, I think probably before listening to this podcast, I probably would have been like, oh, her style's not the same as me. So I'm going to go with someone else. But I heard in this podcast, I was like, the the girl, she's a brand designer. And she was talking about, you know, how when you're working with someone ask to see their portfolio because they don't necessarily Mm -hmm. share all the work that they've done, Mm -hmm. you know, and I had never thought about that. I just assumed whatever's on the website is how they kind of design brands. And so, um, that made me a lot more open to working with her. And cause I had never thought about that. You know, for me, I don't share all the photos that I take. I still, every once in a while, do family photos. I don't see any of that on my feed. Mm -hmm. And I had never thought about that before. So that was really cool to see. Yeah. Our styles are super different, but a good designer really can take those words, take your vision and your mission and bring it to life. And, um, oh, it's beautiful, you know, and, and I know, I know my brand's going to change again. They, Mm -hmm. they do, you know, I think that especially when I was first starting my business, I felt like, I I don't know how to make a decision because I feel like if I make the wrong decision, then I'm going to be stuck with it forever. You know, your brand is going to change. It could change next week. It could change next year. It could change three times in the next year. And I think that giving yourself permission that that's okay is really important too, because the more you take action, the more clarity you're going to get on your brand. That's so good. And I'm going to tell everybody um, who is a creative and is like keeping up with this chat with us. Definitely ask the people who you plan to work with to see the portfolio. Because it's like Alison was saying, I don't put everything on my portfolio. She doesn't put everything on her portfolio. Our portfolios are or should be a reflection of the work that we want to do more of. Doesn't necessarily mean that's the only thing we do. Yeah. Another thing is that every creative and every artist develops a style. So for your visual identity designer and web designer, I could see her style, even though her website is all like black and more moody and yours is very, uh, very colorful and beautiful. 
it's just the same designer designer like you can tell it was the same designer who did both websites the style is there so there is that if you go to my website you're gonna see my work and I believe you're gonna see some sort of like correlation in between every different design but there is still that one style thing that carries on so it's gonna be like Allison's photography if it's a boudoir or if it's brand photography or it's family this style your unique style is in there it doesn't really matter what you're doing that's a beautiful thing of being an artist and a creative I'm gonna interrupt this awesome chat just a little bit to remind you to do two things one leave a nice review for us on apple Podcasts or anywhere you you listen to your podcast because this really helps us help this podcast get found and helps other entrepreneurs and coaches and even employees who are building a personal brand understand the power of their brands understand more about branding the second thing is visit shop.brandingwithpurpose.studio to find budget-friendly workbooks cheat sheets and anything you need to build your personal brand and also your business brand okay now let's go back to our chat <laughs> let's go to the next one on, on your instagram and i just want to ask this because Brand and business, yes, they go hand in hand, but there's this thing that people keep repeating today that, and I hate repetitive stuff online these days. I like to think out of the box and make sure that people are doing their thing and what works for them. So people keep saying that you do need to have a plan. You need, like, have a strategy when you show up on Instagram, you know, plan everything ahead of time, this and that. And I can absolutely see the logic and the value behind it. But I also do think, especially in the case of personal brands, that if you just show up and if you're also an artist and you're showing your work and you're showing your personality, that's as good way as any of attracting people as uh, followers and making them be a part of your community. And I don't know how it worked for you. Did you actually sat down, had a strategy for Instagram and plan every post or you just kind of go with the flow and with a hype woman thing and you're just showing your work? How did it go for you? Because your Instagram kind of blew up. And for me, it was your beautiful work and your personality that attracted me. Like, I don't care if you're sharing, um, like if you're a content creator or an influencer, you're actually giving me tips using that 80 to 20 rule that people say, like, you know, share a lot of helpful stuff, 80% and then 20% you sell your service. I don't even pay attention to that kind of stuff, honestly. What was your thing? Is it a strategy or is it just Allison on any given day as it comes? <laughs> So my Instagram strategy, first of all, the first strategy for me was really shifting from a big presence on Facebook, uh, pre-pandemic, pre-brand photography, and I realized my ideal client is on Instagram. So I would say, number one, the first thing that I did was I said, I'm going to focus on one. Like there are experts who tell you to do all the things and grow your email marketing. And email was terrifying to me and do the YouTube and get on Pinterest. And I was like, no, 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 I'm going to find one thing. Where do I think my ideal client is? And that's Instagram. And so I have really put all of my energy into Instagram. I'll also tell you that the very, um, masculine sort of have a plan, plan your whole month of posts in one day. I'll just be honest. That shit doesn't work for me. <laughs> I am so turned off by that. Um, 
And I also learned I'm a projector in human design and I want to just go with the feeling. And if I'm feeling like I want to post today, I'm going to post. And if I don't, I'm not going to, because I think what was happening was if I was planning my posts consistently and I was trying to do value and I was trying to do what other people told me I should do, Instagram wasn't fun anymore. And if Mm -hmm. you're showing up consistently on Instagram, but you're not having fun with it, people are going to feel that. And I really just kind of decided if this isn't fun for me, I don't want to do it. Um, And so my goal my strategy, I guess, is a very loose strategy. Again, I would encourage you to play. Um, I was very hesitant to jump onto the reels train. Everyone was saying, oh, you need to do reels. You need to do reels. This is how you grow your following. You have, and I was like, no, I don't want another thing to do. Um, And then we ended up getting stuck at home for two weeks during a snowstorm. And I started making them and Honestly, reels have been one of the funnest parts of my Instagram. And, you know, yeah, I love the idea of being able to grow my following using reels. But when you're growing your following with reels, who knows that those are actually clients? You know, Mm -hmm. I don't do reels to just grow my following because those people that are following me, honestly, sometimes I just end up removing them as followers anyway. And the thing about reels, is I was able to show my personality. I was able to really stand out with them. I was having fun with it. Half of my reels have nothing to do with photography, but it's just developing that relationship in a really fun way. And so, um, you know, I was going to events and people were coming up to me and they were just saying, oh, don't stop making reels. I love them. You're so funny. (laughs) Like, and that to me, I was like, okay this is my thing. And it's not a strategy necessarily to grow, but it is a strategy because people are connecting with it and people want to see more and they know who I am and they're attracted to that. Um, so that's been a big part of it. I think also, you know, when I started, I've, I've gone back and forth. Do I want to curate my feed or do I not? And I think as a photographer, I've found that curating my feed and being intentional about the images I post really does draw people in more. Um, so that's been a part of it, but I think like anything it changes and you play with it. And if something's working great, and if something's not working great, and is it annoying AF that I had 11,000 views on one reel one day and the next day I had a hundred. Yes, that's annoying, but I didn't do it for the, the views and the growth. Like I just did it because I want people to know me and see what I bring to the table. So I think find what, find what feels good to you and go all in and play and have fun. And the moment it's not fun, switch and do something different and have a different strategy. Beautiful. Because that's exactly what I did. I started with Instagram and it was like growing and I'm like, okay, but this is not how I'm feeling this to be right. And I think it was just trying to go with, you know, candid strategies and like, that's, that doesn't make it work. That's no good. And reels is the same thing. I'm trying to find what works for me. My feed is the same thing. A curated works for me. I'm a very 
I mean, I'm a brand identity person, right? So like, I like beauty. It needs to look right. It's for me, even more than it is for other person who is coming to my feed. And in terms of reels, I remember that one of the first ones that you did, or at least one of the first ones that got like burned into my memory was the one that you were jumping. You <laughs> jumped so much on that one that made me tired. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so much fun and kind of aligned with like your personality so much. So that was a great one. Yeah, thank you. Oh my gosh, I was exhausted. I, my family um, was downstairs and they came up and they were like, what's going on up here? <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, so good. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's so fun. Yeah, I would say like, there's experts out there who are going to tell you all the things. And, you know, I, I think it's just play with it. Like, listen to what people say, pull pieces from it. But ultimately, if it doesn't feel good to you, it's not going to be sustainable, you know, and you're not, you don't, you want to be able to grow your business in a really fun and intentional way. And if it's not that way, that's why you're a business owner, because you can do whatever the heck you want, right? Like, so, so do what you want and what feels really good to you. Um, before I go into my very last point with you, I just want to share with everybody listening in this point that we are talking about every expert out there, every guru, every mentor, um, I do think that most of them mean well, but they will always share their truth, which is what worked it for them. So their recipe, like do this way, share everything, be on every social media or be on one or sell one product only, whatever it is, it's what worked it for them. So take that with a grain of salt and experiment and try different things that may work for you, that may not. So invest in a mentor, but always work on developing your own way in business, in branding, in creating your art. So, Allison, wonderful. Thank you for being here. And could you share as a last thought your best advice for people and, of course, how they can work with you? So if you're looking to start your your own brand or you're working on your own brand, I would say my best advice is to not feel like it has to be perfect from the beginning and just take messy action. Take, take action today because the, that's going to be the best way for you to get clarity. You know, if you're unsure of who your ideal client is, rather than sitting and pondering this for weeks and months, take action, start calling people in. And if those are people that you don't want to work with, then look at the data and decide, okay, well, how can I, how can I really refine this to bring in the people that I want to be working with? Um, your brand will change. It, it is inevitable. It's going to change and it's probably going to change a lot. And so, you know, just not being afraid to take action um, is super important. And I think too, you know, when you're starting your personal brand, you want to think about what makes you different, what makes you stand out. But again, I've gotten a lot of clarity on how I'm special how I stand out just by taking action and really going back and evaluating and reflecting and, you know, getting feedback from clients, you know, what, because there were people were saying things to me. I was asking them, you know, past clients, I was asking them questions. What brought you to me? What attracted you to me? Why did you want to work with me? And they were saying things that I was like, oh yeah, I do do that. 
why am I not talking about this more? And um, so get feedback as well. Um, and just have fun with it. You know, building your brand is fun. Um, it's exciting to see it all come together once you really have, have that clarity. Um, so yeah, you can find me on Instagram. Um, it's allison.darling.photography. And um, I actually just released a new service this week, which I'm really excited about. It's a subscription-based service for women who want to work with me six times a year. Um, again, I'm really embracing this play aspect. And so, you know, working together every other month for a year there's going to be so much creativity that comes from these shoots. I'm going to be uh, start to offer some video content and boxer support. And like, Ooh. I, yeah, I'm so excited about this service. Um, and I'm also, like I mentioned, I'm going to be adding boudoir very soon as well. So you can keep an eye on my page for some boudoir images coming soon. Um, so yeah, thank you so much, Kelly, for having me. I, just love connecting with you. We always have the best, the best we chat. Do. I want to tell everybody out there, if you're looking for a brand photographer, Allison can travel. She actually does destination photography and you can come to her. And she is hands down my favorite brand photographer I have worked with others I have not even worked with her but I have talked with her enough that I know she knows her shit um, and she will not like I said in the beginning give you like five images yeah that's nice and all but how long is that gonna last you right wow. like she actually has your brand in mind she will give you branding photography that you can work with again and again for the longest time and this uh six months thing I, it's the it's the second time I've seen that ever in the history of business that I'm doing. It's people who are actually going to work with you every so often. It's almost a membership, like you have a plan because guess what? Your brand changes, it yeah. develops. So if you can get it every month or so, that's a chance of showing who you are right then and there. It's a beautiful thing. So it's Alison Darling Photography, your website.com or what? Yep, can you yep it sure is. Okay, it's going to be on the show notes. Alison, thank you so very much for sharing your experience, your wisdom, your tips, and your journey with us. I loved it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kelly. And that's it for our chat today. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I always love talking branding with Alison. She really knows her thing. I mean, she went in one year from being a teacher into destination branding photos in Mexico. Doesn't get much better than that. Just brand yourself correctly. Branding today really is key to take your business to the next level. So if you're ready to brand your business, get in touch with me. Let's get that clarity, the, the foundation, your promise, your messaging, everything right, your brand mission, the things your clients and your audience really care about. And then we can create the kick-ass visuals to go with it, to support your branding goals. Go to brandingwithpurpose.studio, book a free call. Let's chat. And that's it for today. Catch you on the next episode. Until then, keep branding with purpose. Ciao, ciao.